There's been a lot of talk about the Roe vs. Wade controversy of those documents being leaked to the public. And there has been a lot of talk on both sides, a lot of protesting, a lot of people who are either majorly for or against this. But there is a maybe a lack of information on exactly what Roe vs. Wade is, why this is such a big deal for not only U.S. citizens as well as Canadians, and how this is going to affect anyone with a uterus going forward. So what is the Roe vs. Wade case? There's been a lot of talk in the media that the overturning of Roe vs. Wade is going to affect anyone with a uterus in the U.S., and potentially this could have major consequences for those in Canada. But exactly what happened when the Roe vs. Wade case was tried? Well, the case was filed by a woman named Jane Roe. She was unmarried, and she wanted to safely and legally end her pregnancy. The challenge for her was up until this point, the only legalized abortion was in cases where the woman's health was at risk. And an abortion that you were choosing to do without this was illegal um, based in in Texas. So in the ruling of this case... On January 22nd, 1973, this is the first time that a court recognized that a woman had a constitutional right to her own privacy and, in quotes, is broad enough to encompass a woman's decision whether or not to terminate her pregnancy. So, essentially, Roe v. Wade was the first case that allowed women to have their own decision, no matter what the circumstances were, to terminate her pregnancy at any time. So essentially what Roe vs. Wade did is it set the presidents in the Supreme Court and made it so that not allowing women to have the right to choose to have an abortion was unconstitutional. So this made services for abortion safer and more accessible throughout the rest of the United States. So in order for the Supreme Court to come up with the decision that was made in Roe v. Wade, they had to look at prior cases that dealt with similar problems that arose in the Roe v. Wade. One of this was in Griswold v. Connecticut in 1965, there was an appeal of a criminal conviction of the executive director of the Planned Parenthood League in Connecticut. And the reason that they had been um, convicted was that they were providing contraceptives to married couples. And before this, it was considered to be a crime to use birth control And this overturn of this um, criminal conviction meant that it now found that 
it was in violation of a married couple's right to privacy in order for them to be allowed to use birth control within their own marriage. So then seven years later, after this case was overturned, they found that the same right to birth control applied to single people. And this case was Essenstad versus Bard in 1972. So these two cases set the stage or the precedence for the Roe versus Wade decision to be made. So ultimately, the Roe versus Wade um, Supreme Court decision found that a woman's right to make her own decisions about her pregnancy deserved the highest level of constitutional protection, meaning that for the first time, women were able to have the right to choose to have an abortion, even if the pregnancy was viable and it would not affect their health. So one of the things that we have to look at that makes the reason that the overturning of Roe v. Wade to be such a, an important decision that could affect women and those with uteruses in such a negative aspect is the fact that in 1965 and prior, abortion was so unsafe that around 17% of all deaths due to pregnancy and childbirth were the result of an illegal abortion. So this means that if Roe versus Wade is overturned, we are going to start to see women and those with uteruses have to be forced to make a decision that they either have a child that they do not want to have or give birth and into a forced pregnancy or they will be forced to choose other measures of abortion, which we are already starting to see in the news, with women going to have their own abortions at home, doing things that are not healthy for them, having to go to the hospital to possibly deal with complications due to the procedures they're doing at home, and then ending up with potential prosecution. And this is taking away the rights of women and those with a, with uteruses. And we are going backwards and we might result in harming more women than are harmed during giving childbirth. Women also have every right to be concerned about childbirth as you are 14 times more likely to die to die during childbirth than you are to have an abortion. So when women are challenged on their right to be able to choose what happens with, the, with their own bodies, when at many times they might not be given the choice to get pregnant in the first place. Overturning of Roe versus Wade does not protect women and those with uteruses that have been raped, that have been molested, that have been sexually assaulted, that have been engaging in intercourse and have had 
things happen to them during that intercourse that has resulted in them getting pregnant and that was beyond their consent. Women also are not readily given the ability to have a permanent solution for birth control. In some places, they are not readily given access to birth control, nor is birth control something that some women can afford. So forcing women into giving birth when they are 14 times more likely to die from that birth than they are in abortion is a pretty scary statistic for those women to have to face and deal with. The discussion about Roe vs. Wade often leaves out the inclusivity of those that have uteruses and not just women. So for somebody who, for example, may be in transition, would struggle with being pregnant and this does not protect their rights to their bodies as well. So in this argument, we have to remember to include that Roe Ro vs. Wade will affect all people that have uteruses. When we look at women's right to choose to have an abortion or not, this also could affect these women's ability and people with uteruses' ability to attend school or do other things that they wish to do in their lives where men who tend to have children do not have their whole lives uprooted due to this decision. So forcing women into forced birth and forcing those with uteruses into forced birth will further suppress this group of people. So the question remains is why are we so concerned about Roe vs. Wade if we live in Canada? And why should we care about Roe vs. Wade? One of the concerning issues in Canada is that Due to our proximity to the U.S., we often are seen as similar to the U.S. And if Roe vs. Wade gets overturned, then this puts jeopardy of all of those with uteruses in Canada as well. There are people in our own country that feel strongly against the right for abortion or access to abortion. And if we do not concern ourselves with what is happening with Roe vs. Wade, we might end up in a position in Canada where the same thing might happen to us. So when it comes to dealing with Roe vs. Wade, I think some of the things that we can do is help to provide support to those in the U.S. that could be affected by the overturn of Roe vs. Wade. And I also think that as Canadians, we also have to be hyper aware of what might happen 
if we ourselves start to not think that we are part of these kind of issues and these extreme beliefs. And I think we need to be mindful of watching for any movements in our own country that might push towards a similar situation in Canada. I think as it is, we already deal with a lack of access to abortion services where an example of this is living in a large city like Calgary, there's only one abortion clinic that services pretty much all of Calgary as well well as Southern Alberta. And in order to access these services, you have to be able to make it to this clinic. So this makes it very difficult for those that live in rural areas, those that are of low income, those that are of surrounding areas that may not have access to transportation. So even as it is in Canada, we feel that we are not dealing with the same issues that those in the U.S. are with the potential of Roe versus Wade being overturned. But essentially, we are already struggling with our own issues of access to abortion services, particularly with those in marginalized communities such as the Indigenous communities um, or even those in lower incomes. So in Canada, we need to be mindful and be supportive of those in the U.S. Another issue that might arise if Roe vs. Wade is overturned, those who have the financial means to do so may travel to Canada to access abortion services, which will in turn put our healthcare system and our access to abortion as strained as well. So in Canada, we need to make sure that we support those in the U.S. And ultimately what it comes down to is that whatever your personal beliefs are, we need to remember that the if you are pro-life, that pro-life means caring about the mothers as well as children. Any aspect of Roe vs. Wade being overturned could potentially result in so many issues for everyone.